You're listening to AWW Radio, the podcast of American women's wrestling. What is up, wrestling friends? This is AWW Radio. I am your host, Derek Levandusky, part of the Bleacher Brothers, here with my co-host, Ben Levandusky. Hey, peeps. Oh, man. Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. You had a week to work on your signature entry line. Yep. <laughs> That's, hey, peeps. Well, I just, uh, just, just, it just came to me just now. Is it, <laughs> is it good? No, really. Okay, look, we're going to, maybe we'll put a vote up, one of those little p- polls on Twitter. Okay. And see if, hey, peeps is going to, you know, is going to survive. I'm guessing no. Uh, well, I was. While I was getting ready to do this, I was actually looking up how to do a cool intro to a podcast. All right. Well, you got another week now. Okay. All right. Let's... Now, if you don't listen, if you don't get a good one next week, then uh-huh. you're going to be suspended for a week, not from the show, but just from greeting, you know, I... greeting the people with a line. All right. Well, I'll, I'll work on it then. Yeah, I, I won't allow. I, I won't I, allow I you to. Good. I won't allow you to greet. It was not good. But that's okay. That's all right. You know what? We are here to talk about women's wrestling. Um, this is our second podcast. <clears throat> By the way, we should um, we should do something cool with the numbers. Like this is episode number two. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know. Like what was the second state to be added to the to the colonies? And then we could like talk about wrestlers from that state or something. Do, do you know that? I think it's Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, so do we know any? Female, famous female wrestlers from Boston. Um, it, uh, what's, no, what's no, the name no. of that one in the WWE? Was she kind of has a a Boston go pack the car accent? Didn't doesn't she? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Honestly. You know what? You know what's crazy? I don't have any idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> How exciting is that? Um, appreciate everybody who listened to the show last week and, and encouraged us, gave us feedback. Um, here's, here's one comment that we got. This is from, uh, Jason Eldridge. I, I actually know Jason. He's a coach out in Western New York. He said, awesome work. I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> That's fine. I, I guess the question I have been is, um, who do you think you were funnier or me last week? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would like to know, is he laughing with us or at us? I would like that maybe a little bit more definition from Jason, what he was talking about. We're going to have to get some clarification, Jason. The yeah. comment is not clear. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, I redact the comment um, <laughs> because it, you know what? I didn't realize until you said that, Ben, I have yeah. no idea what he's saying. Exactly. This could be, this could be an insult. Like he could have hated the show. Yeah. I'm pretty sure right now, the way I'm <laughs> judging Jason, it might be, he just hated the show. Yeah. yeah. But, but, or he was laughing at me because I mean, everybody knows that knows us that I'm just like a couple percentage points funnier than you most of the time. <laughs> well, yeah, you can think that. Go for it. All right. You got, you know, the truth is, I mean, we could spend all day talking about ourselves. Yeah. Um, you've been funny once or twice, I think. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. You're welcome. Um, you know, uh, actually... We need to take a moment and acknowledge one of our own, uh, Jazz Alexander from uh, Grandview, a wrestler, senior wrestler, 
uh, from the college in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, was in a terrible car accident. Mm. Uh, it kind of went around Twitter and on social networking over this last week. Um, she's a senior, 116-pound wrestler. She was um, on her way. The GoFundMe page said she was on her way to volunteer at a youth wrestling tournament. Yeah, that's what I was reading. And uh, uh, the car went off the road, flipped, and, uh, boy, she got messed up pretty bad. Oh, it's terrible. So um, please, uh, there's a couple of ways you can help. There's a GoFundMe set up. Uh, I'm probably going to – maybe I'll pin that to the Twitter account um, so that you can easily find that if you want to donate to Jazz. <clears throat> um, and also – uh, if you're a person of faith, please pray for her, um, for her recovery. I mean, it's honestly been the, the yeah. picture that they posted with this GoFundMe. It's pretty darn hard to look at. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it seems like a terrible situation. Definitely praying for her. Yeah, I, um, I've got four daughters and, um, you know, one of them wrestles in college. I can't imagine looking at a picture of my daughter uh, mm. in that condition. So um, our hearts go out to you jazz uh and the program at grand view love you guys gals um and uh we are with you and and uh hopefully you know just getting the word out about her needs can we can do our part to to help support her during this very hard time and her family you bet um <clears throat> all right well let's move on to some segments here ben okay um, sounds good last week we talked about the guy that now i'm what four years older than you yeah so we talked about the guy, the one common opponent we had in high school, Jimmy right? Kane. Jimmy, Jimmy Kane. Kane. Yes. Yeah. Uh, beat me when I was a senior. Beat you. Uh, right. When he was a senior, I think. So. Yeah. Uh, we we talked about maybe getting an update. You got any updates on Jimmy Kane? What's yeah. going on with Jimmy? Well, I don't have many updates on Jimmy. I, you know, it's the last time I saw Jimmy was, uh, boy, it was probably twenty plus years ago. I think he was coaching a uh, coaching a program in the Albany area. Okay. Um, but I, uh, you know, just looking around on Facebook, seeing if I could find uh, find him. And I, I don't believe he's coaching anymore. So I have to reach out to Jimmy. It's a little, makes me a little nervous because of, uh, you know, he's still, he's still, you know, he dumped me. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, when I if, if I remember right, he fireman carried you from your my two on, one. two on one on him. Yeah. So the, he just, he's, he dominated. He's, he, he dominated. And so, uh, yeah, I, uh, I a little nervous uh, reaching out, but I uh, certainly want to reach out to him and uh, and say say hi after all these years. Yeah, see if we can track him down. So, um, well, on that note, you know, you you wrestled in high school, and then um, that was it for your career. Even though you're restarting your career, right? So we want to get a career <laughs> update. I I told you oh. that you know you can wrestle anybody, you know, yep. any age. Um, they don't even have to know about it. You can sneak up on them, and we just kind of want to get a running. Uh, tally of your your new record post high school. So did you wrestle anybody? This oh, absolutely! No, absolutely. Pretty pumped to bring you up to speed. I'm one and zero. Oh, uh, nice. This week, yeah. I uh, my daughter, um, my daughter got a new puppy. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. And uh, I noticed uh, right away um, that the puppy doesn't like going to her back. You understand? She doesn't okay. like you rubbing her stomach. Right. So she's, she's got like built in defense. Exactly. And yeah. I thought, you know what, this is a good challenge for me. And, uh, I pinned her. <laughs> you, wow. Did you, wait, did you, uh, this was freestyle, right? Yeah. And I mean, I, I she was, I had her back automatically. Her feet were on the ground. Okay. Um, and I, what, just, are you saying, was it like a touch pin? No, I suplexed her. <laughs> so, so, so you got five. 
Yeah, I got five, and I just held the bridge. Okay, that's tough because those puppies, like, mm-hmm. they, they have some flexibility in that part of their body where it'd be hard to keep her blades on the mat. Yeah, well, it's 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 arguable. Um, my uh, my my son, he's only two years old. I had him reffing, okay. and uh, <laughs> it, it was quick, and the dog bit me. But other than that, we got through <laughs> right. it relatively fast, and I'm pretty sure it was a straight up pin. All right. Well, congratulations on your first win since high school against your uh, what's your puppy's name? Canella. Canella. Okay. Well, uh, it sounds like it was you know a highly contested. Uh, match you know an intense experience for you I'm glad you came through it okay that you're able to wrestle again and um, congrats on you know being undefeated thank you I appreciate this this time for for that now now listen uh, this is totally random okay and I know this is a a women's uh, wrestling podcast Um, and admittedly listen we're going to be up front our goal is certainly to give female wrestlers and uh you know, women fans of female wrestling, uh, a rallying point. And, you know, we want to, we want to be a place for you to come and, and, and hear conversations about women's wrestling, but we're a couple of dudes. And mm-hmm. part of the goal of American women's wrestling is we believe that if men uh, can get around this sport and hear the narratives and hear the stories that they will be fans too. So we want men to be fans of women's wrestling as well. And, and uh, so we, we're just going to do just a very small, just humorous, uh, women please we're gonna do a very very small nfl football segment here oh here we go huh? okay now i just read today ben you and i are both what miami dolphin miami dolphin fans, fans right yeah. we got it from our dad uh he 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 forced it on us um it's part of our family uh heritage now and we can't undo that so no, it, it is what it is it is uh daddy made us love the dolphins uh-huh uh, but i read today that uh the the Patriot Insider is surmising that Tom Brady could end up a Miami Dolphin next yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I read the same article, bro. I read the same thing. <laughs> okay, and what? How do you take that? Like, we've we've hated this guy for years. Now, I, we didn't talk about this off the air, so this is this is fresh. I want to get your raw take on how would you feel about Tom Brady becoming a Miami Dolphin? And it's it, you know, honestly, anybody suits up in the Dolphins uniform, they are one of the, you know greatest men to walk the face of the earth okay all right and, and you are you are the one who once told me that if you cannot impart to your children a love for the miami dolphins you would consider yourself a colossal failure as yeah I, and i and, uh, and i'm glad to say that i'm i'm far from failure my my children uh they are definitely quite upset that they can't root for any winners but uh uh because unfortunately i'm a i'm, I'm i haven't really chosen a winner in baseball either but all that to say, um, yeah, my kids are all Dolphins fans. We're big fans. Yeah, if, if Brady suited up for the Finns, um, I would uh, I would root very, very much so. I mean, it's a great fit with Chad O'Shea, the, uh, you know, the offensive coordinator, Brian Flores, the head coach. Does anybody really care about this information, Derek? No, That's, no they don't, especially yeah, the- <laughs> female wrestlers. But, hey, listen, uh, I, one question, though, to yeah. go back to wrestling. If you – saw tom brady like he did this thing a few years ago in a cvs where he did a staring contest like <laughs> behind like behind a curtain and they, they said you're going to be in a staring contest and if you win you get something and it was tom brady so if you were in that situation and you saw tom brady as a patriot not a dolphin would you immediately make him one of your wrestling matches uh, yeah i probably would try to i probably try to take him down how would you take tom brady down 
Um, that's a great question. Uh, I probably would go for his legs. I probably, okay. you know, I probably do it. You know, I probably shoot, maybe go for a high crotch and, okay. uh, you know, see if I can, um, you know, I don't, you know, it, that's a great question. I haven't ever, 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 I've never processed that before. <laughs> okay. Um, so I don't, you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I may just, uh, I, I think I would, I would just, um, I would just push him and he'd probably fall down. If Brady would fall down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's so protected by NFL rules. Literally, if somebody rubs up against him, the guy goes down for two. So he's a good quarterback, not a good wrestler. But um, in closing this part of our conversation, we should probably bless all of our hearers with the Miami Dolphin fight song. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Miami, Miami Dolphin. has dolphins. Wait, Miami wait, wait, I was going to sing the, the verse first. Miami oh, has the dolphins. I don't know that. You need to do that, and then I'll join you in the chorus. Go ahead. Okay. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. They take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen through the air and on the ground. They're always in control because when you say Miami, you're talking. You're talking Super Bowl. Hey. We're talking Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. Miami, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number one. Now, listen, if we didn't um, if we didn't lose our listeners with your career update about <laughs> suplexing a puppy, then we just lost them with that horrendous rendition of that song. So does this have anything to do with women's wrestling? I feel like we're so far off. You know, it, but hopefully it's it's entertaining in a bizarre kind of a way. <laughs> So maybe. Um, maybe. So anyway, uh, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sounds good. Hey, uh, let's. Uh, we got some exciting news from New York here. Uh, we're going to do our Eye of Sauron segment, the all-seeing eye that sees everywhere in the wrestling community. We have spotted that two-time national champion, yes, Pan right. Am Cadet champion in 2019, Mia Macaluso from Minnesink High School in New York, has committed to. Drum roll, please. East Stroudsburg University. Awesome. Yeah, that's pretty great. It's cool that she's staying on the East Coast. Um, I, you know, I've been around Mia. You know, I've been on the uh, New York national team as a coach. I've been around her a lot of years. Good friends with her family. And congratulations to her parents. Uh, Heath Macaluso, who runs Venom uh, Wrestling Club, the best female wrestling club in New York. And uh, Nikki Macaluso, uh, her her mother, uh, the, to the whole family. Just congratulations, yeah, congratulations, and, congratulations um, to the head coach over at uh, East Stroudsburg. Is that uh, Annabelle Nieves? Yes, uh, Coach. Nie well, I would, yeah, I would say uh, Anibal Neves. Okay, <laughs> we should we should double check with him how to pronounce his name. Then. You're probably right, but yeah. congratulations to the to uh, that program. You're, you're getting a star. Um, you know, as somebody involved in, uh, you know, helping get the college rankings, that is an NCAA school, uh, as somebody involved in, uh, the ranking team, uh, I fully expect to see, uh, Mia climb the rankings pretty quickly. Once she starts getting results next year, very, very excited to watch her career. Oh, that's exciting. That's exciting. And, uh, not to mention her little sister, um, Sophia, who is an absolute <laughs> killer. Not a joke. Yeah, she uh, she won Fargo last year, uh, 16U, and um, 
She was a two-time. She won both junior and uh, cadet folk style nationals last year. Wow. Um, so, I mean, there's another one coming up the ranks. So, very exciting for the Macaluso family, Venom Absolutely. Wrestling Club, Venom Girls Wrestling Club in New York and uh, East Stroudsburg. Congratulations. Congrats. To everybody. Um, hey, let's talk about uh, rankings. We were just mentioning rankings. Um, you know, part of American women's wrestling is, you know, we rank – the senior level women. Yep. We rank the NAIA women and NCAA women. Uh, shout out to USA Wrestling for mentioning us yesterday uh, in an article about where to find rankings for the yeah, different pretty, divisions. That pretty was pretty cool. cool. Yep. Um, but uh, I just wanted to share a, a change. I'm going to be posting an article uh, before the end of this week about this change. But um, we are actually not going to rank the WCWA anymore. Okay. Um, the reason for that is WCWA only has partial participation now with college programs. Uh, off the top of my head, I think it's like 26 programs maybe out of 65-ish. Okay. Um, yeah. like, so a third, getting, like a third of the programs. Yeah, yeah well, you're getting, you're getting less than half, you know. Yeah. So, like, NAIA is already a partial ranking. Yeah. Because it's just NAIA schools, so it's only a partial ranking of all of women's college wrestling. The NCAA ranking, of course, is only NCAA schools. And I think actually, uh, magically, both of those uh, uh, organizations have 28 programs. Interesting. Yeah. So it's, and and, there's, and there's, there's tough uh, programs in each one. But um, uh, we, we don't need to, to create another partial ranking of kind of a hodgepodge of you know, junior college programs, NAIA programs, and NCA programs. You know, I'm, I'm everybody's thankful for the WCWA and and all that it's meant for women's college wrestling. It's been a huge part of the history of women's college wrestling, but it's definitely changing. And as college is moving toward uh, being multi divisional, yeah. Um, you know, I think within five years you're going to see it's going to look more like the guys. You know, where yeah. you've got uh, NAIA national championship, NCAA national championship. So for that reason. We're creating a ranking called the uh, Women's College Multidivisional Rankings. Yeah, it's a great, so great that'll idea. That'll be like for yeah. all programs. Absolutely. Uh, you know, junior college, NAIA, NCAA. Across uh, the board. Yeah, right across the board. And people want to know, like, who are the top of the top all across the board? And if we rank the WCWA, we still won't get that. Yeah. So we're going to be ranking um, – we're going to be ranking the women in that ranking. Uh, we'll be posting our first one of those this month. And actually, uh, we've already changed the vocabulary on the first WCWA ranking we did. Uh, if you look on our website under the rankings tab on the top menu bar and go to, to college, you'll see uh, women's college multidivisional rankings uh, preseason. That was our WCWA one, but we've changed vocabulary to reflect um, the reality of what's of what it is now and the future. So yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. Excited about that. Um, yeah. The, ra also, the ranking, the rankings is a real big, uh, you know, even that article that team USA had put out yesterday um, that I read on the USA wrestling. I, I just, uh, yeah, it's, I think, I think what, uh, you know, what AWW is bringing to the rankings is, uh, it's been a lot of fun just to. Well, it's, imp I think it's, imp it's important uh, because it, it gives context to the most important matches that are happening, you know, like if you go into a tournament and, you know, you look at a semi and you go, Oh my goodness, we've got the, the number one against the yeah. number three here at right. this open. 
I mean, that makes it exciting when you're talking about building narratives. Rankings help build narratives because now you go, oh, this isn't just two random uh, women wrestling in a semi in this tournament. This is like the number one against the number three uh, in the country in the NCAA or in the NAIA. And, and it creates context for the matches and it creates excitement and interest. And so um, rankings help, I think, with that. And I think rankings also rightly give recognition to the best programs and the best wrestlers. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, yeah, I mean, it, it reminds me of, uh, you know, Brian Shute and Loudon Swain. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue on our talking points there. But, yeah, you know what? Let's do it. <laughs> Maybe a real bad segue. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a couple <laughs> days ago, um, we posted on uh, Twitter, if Vision Quest was a movie about women's wrestling, who would be Loudon Swain and who would be Brian Shute? Now, Ben, we got to help our listeners because right. there's a good chance that a good percentage of them, uh, even though it's it's uh, it's wrong if they haven't seen Vision Quest yeah. and their wrestlers. OK, right. you, you've uh, you know, that, that's a mistake. That's a life error. You got and you got to correct that. You got to go watch that movie. Um, as a wrestler, absolutely. Um, but let's give a little give a little summary. Of what happened there? What happened be- between Loud and Swain and Brian Shute and Vision Quest? Well, I mean, uh, Swain was uh, uh, neat. You know, it was his senior year. Was he a senior in high school? Yeah. And uh, he wanted to uh, uh, shoot. Was the uh, what three times state champ? Um, he was the man. And At like uh, a what a weight class or two down? It was one sixty. Yeah, I anyway. think I think Swain was. I think Swain was uh, like a hundred and. Like high, almost near two hundred, maybe one hundred and ninety, yeah. and uh, and I think uh, uh, the shoot was somewhere in the one sixties, uh, like one sixty eight, maybe one seventy in that range. Yeah. And so you know the whole idea that uh, Swain lost a lot of weight in the movie as part of the movie. You know how unhealthy he got. Um, that was back mid eighties too, and I yeah. imagine sucking weight was. Uh, uh, they, they probably have a lot more. Well, they do have a lot more. Uh, policies and procedures about losing weight nowadays. Yeah, that's right. They wouldn't. They wouldn't allow that now. <laughs> no, because he had like that bloody nose the whole time too. Remember, he was like dealing with a. Anyhow, yeah, uh, you're a bleeder. Shoot, said. <laughs> oh, and uh, yeah. So that's basically the idea. I, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, I will. Uh, it came out, you know, thirty four years ago. Yeah, it's your problem if you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Swain wins, and uh, uh, you know, uh, Swain takes down shoot uh for the championship and all uh, right yeah it's good yeah so the question is if that was a, a movie about women's wrestling who would be loud and swain you know kind of the underdog you know coming into the state champions weight class you know to to beat the best and who yeah. would brian shoot kind of the the villain uh you know matt monster you know this right, guy's right, like, right. He's, he's a total hammer yeah so uh some of the some of the responses that came in would you we have any of those responses ben yeah, yeah, I got a couple here. One uh, kid, Dynamite, uh, Caleb Green said, uh, uh, "Helen Marulis would be Swain, and Yoshida would have to be Brian Shoot." That's um, that's not bad. No, actually, what's interesting about that? I did a little. I was just doing a little background of there. Obviously, uh, Yoshida's last loss because she retired in January. Um, Yoshida's last loss was to Helen. Um, I was looking up uh, some stats on her, and uh, you know, her last loss was. Uh, in 2016, um, to Helen at the, uh, you know, but the, uh, what's interesting is I didn't realize this and maybe I just had forgotten, but, uh, uh, she had, uh, she had pinned a Helen a few times before. Oh, I didn't uh, realize that. Yeah. So she pinned Helen 
in the, the 2012 World Championships um, and pinned her as well in the uh, uh, 2011 World Championships. She has wins over Helen, both with falls. So I think that just creates the story even that much more awesome. Wow. So Helen comes back, you know, at the Olympics and, of course, you know, does what she, she won did. won 4-1. Yeah, it was fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just found that fascinating again, you know. But uh, Yoshida uh, retired back in, in – um, what was it, January of the beginning of this year? No kidding. I didn't realize that. Yep. And uh, she, uh, in January, she retired. Um, what does she have? Uh, I think she posted uh, here she has 13 consecutive world titles up to 2015. Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Pretty amazing. That, and, that's, uh, like, that's like uh, Avenger level, man. That's... Yeah. But she totally, in total, she won 16 global gold medals, and she won the real silver. She she wrestled since she was three years old. So she wrestled, started wrestling at three. Her father was a wrestling coach. Wrestled wow. for 33 years. She retired at 36. And from my understanding, she's going to carry the torch in, uh, as part of the Olympic ceremonies in Tokyo 2020. Oh, so. good for her. Good yeah. for her. And um, so th that makes three gold medals for Yoshida? Yeah, I'd have to. Uh, let me. I'd have to do. A I, I think. I, I think I read that recently. So, can can I just rant a little bit though about something? Yeah, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> do you remember Helen does this unbelievable storybook feat and beats Yoshida? This, you know, yeah. this legend. Legend. And she was NBC, undefeated at that point, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And NBC did nothing. Yeah. Uh, it was disgusting. Like, I think that was when wasn't that when Ryan Lochte. Like, Maybe. do I have it right? When he had a, he had that mess with all the yeah, the you know at, at the gas station party and yeah, it, you know, yeah. and, and it kind of you know became this like little soap opera and and I think because of that, like I don't even think they mentioned her, and oh. or mentioned what she did and you know shame on you NBC that's just that's that's terrible um, that Helen worked so hard represented our country and did the unthinkable unthinkable accomplished accomplished this feat you know she she was loud and swain she beat brian shoot and yeah. you know man for nbc not to give a nod to it um you know that that's uh shame on you but she did some she did something that was amazing uh wasn't it wait was that america's first gold medal ever two for women I, I i think i might have that right if i don't i'm sorry to those of you that know more than i do about our history but um, that was really special. And, uh, yeah, that was a great comment by, uh, kid dynamite there. What else we got, Ben? All right. Uh, another one was, uh, of average Jake. Uh, my name is jungle. He's uh, speaking of forest Molinari. Of course, my name is jungle would be shoot. And, uh, and, uh, Tamara, uh, would be Swain. Now. Okay. That, that, hang on. Yeah. First of all, uh, not a bad choice for shoot. I don't think, uh, forest would mind being Brian shoot. She kind of, <laughs> Right. She kind of takes on that like angry villain role a little bit, you know, like she, uh, man, she's, she's, uh, she's, she's tough. She's tough and she's mean yeah. on that mat. And yeah, I, she know, is. She, I think her quote is something like, I want to take, I want to take my opponents into deep waters and drown them. Like <laughs> that's, that's how she approaches the match. And, uh, and by the way, uh, at the, uh, U S open next weekend, my daughter joy is in forest group. So we'll see, uh, see if they meet. That would be, that would be, be fun. fun. Um, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, that's not a bad choice for Brian Shute. But Tamara as Swain, the only problem I have with that, Jake, is uh, Tamara has won a world championship gold. Yeah. And Forrest, I don't think, has medaled yet. So, yeah. um, 
yeah, the attitude is right there. But, you know, as far as accomplishments, I think you got to flip it there. Well, yeah, the, the next one, maybe uh, the next one is uh, from Billy Cox. He says Forrest would be shoot. Okay. And uh, Emma Brunfield would be Swain. Okay. Hey, shout out to Billy Cox from Utah. Uh, his daughter, I think her name is Haley. I think that she signed with McKendry University, the same uh, program my uh, daughter uh, competes uh-huh. at. So shout out to Billy and all that he's doing out there in Utah for women's wrestling. Uh, okay, so Forrest Monterey shoot and Emma Bruntle, that that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, even though Swain had to cut down to cut. shoot. Yeah, that, that would be the difference. Yeah, sure. Emma would have to bump up, but um, I'll tell you what, I would not. I mean, I, I you're going to have a hard time in my lifetime asking <laughs> me to bet a dollar against Emma Bruntle. Uh, she... <laughs> yeah, she's in McKendree's program with my daughter, and, uh, you know, I – uh, she is just having an unbelievable freshman year. She beat uh, Fazeri, the bronze medalist from Canada, up at the SFU Open. Fantastic. Um, and then she uh, she went toe to toe with Mallory Velty, who was uh, oh. uh, a world uh, what bronze, I think, mm-hmm. silver. Sorry if I got that wrong, Mallory. Um, but uh, they they went toe to toe in split matches at the Bill Farrell. Emma won the Moval. Yeah, uh, she's amazing. Sure. Yeah, he, even though I don't know if Emma would be if they if, if Forrest and Emma were the same way, I don't know if Emma would be the underdog that Swain was. Yeah. So another one here, um, uh, Loudon Swain would be uh, Christelle Noel, and Brian Shute would be Ronda Rousey. <laughs> who said who, who said this? That was uh, that was uh, uh, WWN uh, 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 wrestling. Okay. Um, yeah. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, if you're talking underdogs, uh, this is uh, this is like Christelle, uh, Christelle Noel's uh, Christelle Rodriguez, 2019 Cadet Silver uh, medalist, right? Currently ranked number one in the rankings right. at 106. Yeah, at high school. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and and Ronda's a retired MMA fighter. Yeah, she's a retired MMA now. In the, what the WWE? Or yeah, one right, of those. right. And Matter of fact, I just went to see the uh, the Dolphins Jets game in MetLife last weekend, and um, they uh-huh. had a big poster up because it was WWE Day. <laughs> okay, and she was on one of those posters. Yeah, did did Ronda ever wrestle? I don't. I mean, I think she was no. In taekwondo she was, you know what? Something. Ronda in, was. I think Ben Ronda taekwondo. was like a taekwondo or judo. Uh, oh, maybe Olympian. judo. No, you're right. Judo. You're did right. She won a medal. Judo. She did win a medal. Holy I'm just cow. laughing because it wasn't wrestling, but the. The uh, she right she was a judo. I should look that up because I don't know. Yeah, yeah and oh. I'm sorry, but um, isn't she like double the weight of? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say she, that was my yeah she uh, yeah she um uh, <laughs> she, uh she's... yeah so okay okay, you know, okay we're, if this is a fantasy world um yeah I mean uh this is a tough sell but uh maybe we would suggest okay so Crystal's one oh six she's ranked number one. Maybe if she drops down and wrestles our number one or number two at a hundred, Sage Mortimer or Sterling Diaz. Okay. So, okay, there you go. No, just for and just for clarity, Ronda won the bronze medal in uh, uh, in uh, two thousand eight. Dang, at seventy kilograms, first uh, um, um, first American win an Olympic medal uh, in Olympic uh, in judo since its inception in ninety two. Okay, so 70 kilos is, I think it's just a hair over 150 pounds. Yeah, just a little bigger than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see, what's the next one here, Ben? Okay, the next one, let me see. I think we got one more. We have one more of these. 
Um, Karina Blades, oh, a couple more. Uh, Karina Blades is Brian Shute, and Mia Macaluso is Loudon. Okay. Uh, another shout out to Mia Macaluso. Uh, I will tell you, those two hit at the FLWC. I thought, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure in the finals, uh, Karina uh, was part of Wyoming Sem, and Mia is part of Venom, and they, they hit in the finals in the duels tournament at Cornell like a few weeks ago. And um, Karina, Karina got, uh, got Mia on that one. I think she pinned her. Uh, you know, Mia's like, her style's like reckless. Like, I'm all in. You know, I'm going to launch you. So, uh, you know, it was a good matchup to that point. But, um, yeah, Karina caught her. So, yeah. I, I don't think – it's hard for me to think of Karina – or her sister Kennedy as Brian shoot. Like, you know, I've, I've mm. met, uh, I've met Kennedy and interviewed her a couple times and I, I've seen Karina uh, who, by the way, just smashed my daughter Esther in that tournament too. But uh, glad to, glad to have the opportunity for them to wrestle. By the um, way, that was, uh, that was put out by AJ Robles uh, 51. On, uh, okay. On uh, Instagram. So, Oh, you know, as an aside, you know, who, re- who was the referee in the match between, Karina Blades and my daughter Esther. Uh, I do know because I saw the photo. Yeah, yeah. You remember Yanni? It was no, y- was Yanni. Yanni in that one or was it? No, Vito was oh, Vito Arusha uh, was uh, one of the other ones. But uh, okay, yeah, it was so funny. We go out to our first round matches, and you know, freaking Yanni D is our is our referee, and my daughter comes over. She's like, "Oh, great! I've got to wrestle Karina Blades in front of Yanni." <laughs> well, and she got pinned, right? Uh, she did. Yeah, tell her welcome to the family, bro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, okay, can I give a little anecdote about Yanni? It was so funny. Yeah, go ahead. So, you know, Yanni and I go back a little bit. Uh, you know, I, uh, well, my friend Wayne Fish interviewed him uh, at Fargo. And uh, Yanni's from our area. So, you know, I've been around him a little bit. So I went up to him. I'm like, uh, hey, Yanni, how's it going? I said, yesterday you were at the White House because you went to yep. the White House with the national champions. And he, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah, now I'm reffing middle school girls. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, this is not a middle school. I said, that's Wyoming Sam over there. One of the best women's wrestling <laughs> programs in the country. He goes, oh, so I can like ref this like normal, like normal scoring. I'm like, yes, Yanni. Yes. You're, these are not middle. These are not like elementary school girls or middle school girls. So he's, he was like relieved. He must have been so tired. He's running around all over the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, that's funny. He did a good job. Yeah, that's fun. What a what a great thing. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that, that was, doing it that. was great for the girls. And, yeah. you know, bravo, bravo to Yanni for, for doing that. That was super cool. Absolutely. All right. Well, well that was fun. Yeah, that, that was good. Uh, the um, uh, Somebody else had uh, the Sam Bush 7 on Instagram also had Marulis as uh, Loudon and Yoshida as Brian, which I think is a – I mean, that, that's a movie waiting to happen, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, maybe NBC will, will uh, <laughs> redeem themselves and, and make a movie on it. But yeah. Well, yeah. one thing I was uh, next. Is it next weekend, Derek? Is next week the U.S. Open? Come on. It is. Come on. Yeah, man. The big dogs are coming out to play. Yeah. Um, where, where everybody gets uh, pushed through. Uh, uh, is, is, the, is it Olympic weights? Is that it? It's it's only Olympic weights. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's next week. Let's see, at the twentieth through the twenty second, in Fort Worth, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, one of the big things that happens in an Olympic year is the weight classes change. Where in non-Olympic years, you have ten weight classes. Yeah. Uh. It shrinks down to six. So you can imagine the depth 
uh, at these weight it's classes. It's going to be unbelievable. As, yeah. You know, you got multiple number ones at different weight classes and, you know, top five women from multiple weight classes all coming into one. It's, it's just, it's, it is going to be absolutely wild. Yeah. Um, in Texas, um, we're going to see some huge matchups. Uh, the top five uh, finishers qualify for the Olympic team trials in April. So it's a, it's an Olympic trial qualifier. Got it. Um, yep. Yep. I, I will tell you the one interesting wrinkle in this is uh, I reached out to Nomad from uh, Flow Wrestling yesterday to ask him about um, whether or not somebody who's already qualified for the Olympic team trials that wrestles in the U.S. Open next week, whether or not they can steal one of those spots. Like, you know, like at the Bill Farrell, the way it worked was um, you qualify if you if you um, the top U.S finisher qualifies unless the u.s finisher ahead of you already qualified so like you had multiple women qualifying at different classes because you already had qualifiers at that weight yeah so that's different it sounds like it's different um next week at the u.s open it sounds like um it's not you know like let's say that there's two women who already qualified like you got uh you know at, at 155 you got forrest not 155, 68 kilos. You got Forrest Molinari and uh, Alex Gladde from uh, McKendry. Both are already qualifiers because Forrest was a world teamer uh, and Alex qualified at the Bill Farrell. Right. They're both um, already in the Olympic. Oh, they're all, they yeah. both already made it. So like it, it, it doesn't go if they, let's say they finish, you know, let's say they finish one, two. Yeah. Um, only the next three, as far as we understand it, Nomad confirmed this only the next three, qualify it's not the next five oh, wow. like it was yeah. you know like at the bill farrell where yeah. they kind of take out the quali- the people who already qualified sure so you could literally have people stealing spots who are already qualified and shrinking the qualifiers at this tournament because of that factor yeah i mean though yeah i understand yeah that makes sense and i think it's happened with the guys too i just read this morning i think jordan oliver uh, I think he, you know, he signed up for the guys and, you know, it's kind of big news because he's going to take a spot from somebody. He's already, yeah. Because anybody that's, yeah, they're, and they're going to be at the top of the list. I mean, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to be in the finals. These guys that have yeah, already they're going to do it. They're going to, they're going to do what they do. Absolutely. Right. I mean, you would assume, yep. I mean, you got to wrestle the matches, but you would assume that, you know, J.O. is going to make top five and, you know, Forrest and, and Alex are going to do what they do. So it's going to be, it's going to be a be great tournament. To It'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, 50 kilograms for the women. It's going to be a circus like usual. Uh, you got already signed up. You got Amy Fernside, Victoria Anthony, who's a two-time world teamer, and she's already qualified. Yep. You got uh, Alyssa Lampy actually. is coming wow. back. She's 31 years old. Uh, she's a Good two-time player. world bronze medalist. She won world bronze uh, 2012 and 13. Uh, never uh, – I don't think she ever made an Olympic team, so she's coming back to try to make an Olympic team. Good for her. Uh, we, got, uh, we got some young blood in there. Uh, who are some of the – uh, well, some of the younger WCWA uh, champ Alita Martinez from Menlo. Yeah. Okay. And uh, U23 world teamer Emily Shilson will be there. So that's going to be unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. That's so that's going to be, be fun to see. I mean, you got 30, you got 31 year old Alyssa Lampy, and then you got you know Emily's still a teenager, right. a freshman at Augsburg coming in, and Alita Martinez from Menlo. So, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a circus. And then at 62 kilos, uh-huh. you got. Now, by the way, we're going to do a full show on this next week, so we're not going to go into it too deep, but. Yeah. We got uh, Macy Kilty, Maya Nelson, who was a, yeah. a, a junior world champion. You got Emma, <laughs> Emma the Hammer Bruntle, um, 
Uh, 68 kilos, already mentioned that. going to be wild. wild. Yeah. You have Forrest Molinari, who's bumping up from 65 kilograms to 68. Uh, and that's where world champ Mensa Stock is. Uh, I didn't see Mensa Stock in the U.S. Open, but, of course, she's already – I think she sits in the finals of Olympic team trials by virtue of her gold medal at Worlds this last year at an Olympic weight. Right. And then uh, um, yep. WC – W. A champ and final ex participant, Alex Gladi. I mentioned her. She's going to be there. Yeah, and and also somebody else that we know. Yeah, man, your uh, your daughter Joy, my niece. Yeah, Joy. yeah, yeah. That's so. Uh, good luck to her. That's going to be great experience. What a what, a, what a great tournament. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it is, and um, it's it's a really it's a fun year. Uh, so much on the line. A lot of dreams are going to play out this year and a lot of dreams are going to be broken this year. So and if uh, I could just say this, we've been prepped for next year, next week's show. And just thinking about this, it's fun to th- like how things have even changed in the last, you know, four years since the last Olympics, since Rio, you know, yeah. and how, how much more, I feel like just the, just the excitement and, and energy, even about women's wrestling specifically is just uh, it's ramping up and how exciting this just next, you know, eight months is going to be. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Very exciting time for women's wrestling. Uh, we are we are thankful that you uh, joined us today and uh, and uh, listening to our our podcast and our sometimes silliness. You can uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Bleacher Brothers. Um, that's actually the Bleacher Bros. So uh, B-L-E-A-C-H-E-R-B-O-R-S. Uh, we'll be posting some stuff there. We also have. Uh, personal handles if you want to follow us there i'm, I'm at Derek levandusky and uh ben's at ben levandusky is that right ben yeah. and uh we'll get into more detail next week about uh uh the u.s open you know senior uh senior nationals that are happening next week um stay tuned to our social networking feeds and our website we're always posting news and updates on different things happening so uh thanks for listening to aww radio anything else ben See you later, peeps. Oh, my goodness. You got to work on that, too. Okay. All right. All right. Till next time, we are out. Thanks for listening to AWW Radio.